the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize. And it's basically sexualizing children is what it is. Because you cannot be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles. I uh, have articles that are posted on WorldNet Daily. That's wnd.com on barbwire.com, on Olive Tree Ministries, on LifeSite News, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to uh, check out my latest book, which is written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. There's a really tragic situation unfolding in Texas. It's been getting a lot of publicity where two parents are in a tug of war over their six-year-old son's gender identity, if you can believe it. They are in the midst of a divorce, and dad sees him as the boy that he is, but mom thinks he should identify as a girl. Well, here to give a reaction and talk about this Uh, whole issue in general, is my friend Walt Heyer. Walt is a world-renowned speaker and author. He lived as a transgender woman for eight years, then detransitioned back to male over 25 years ago, and now uses his 74 years of transgender life experience to bring a message of hope to others who want to know how to detransition like he did. And he also has a new book out as well, which we will also talk about. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Walt. Yeah, Linda, thank you. It's a joy to be on. Well, it's great to have you on. And, you know, you are one of those people that God has raised up for such a time as this, I always think about. And and uh, your messages are getting more and more popular. Um, I know you've had YouTubes out there that have gotten hundreds of thousands of views. Is that correct? Well, one of them, 11 million. Whoa, okay, I'm really behind. Wow, that is so amazing. 
Well, that's praise God for that. That is so great. Yeah. Well, so tell us, tell us what you thought, because I've read some of what you've written about this, your first reactions about this situation in Texas and this boy. Yeah, well, the boy um, is dressed by the pediatric mother. She's a pediatrician. And uh, she the only time the boy presents himself as a girl is under the care of the mother. And uh, the mother has custody of the child and has enrolled the boy in school as a girl. And he has a twin brother. Um, and the twin brother is required uh, to call his brother, who's a boy when he's at school, Luna, uh, as a female. So it, this is troubling on two levels. And this is a case, Linda, I've, I've coined a new term um, which I call parental-induced gender dysphoria. Wow. So here's a, mm-hmm. Here is a case what I, I refer to as parental-induced gender dysphoria, where the mother uh, is actually um, guiding, um, nurturing, and um, molding this young boy into becoming a transgender, where without her, uh, there wouldn't be this uh, Luna girl uh, identity. So that's what troubles me because, Linda, the same thing happened to me when my grandmother cross-dressed me when I was four and five years old. And I know the damage that's done by this. And uh, and it, it doesn't end well over the long term. Yeah. And uh, this is why I jumped into this uh, and began to write about it. In fact, uh, I'm actually on my way now to drive down there to meet the boy and to interview him um, on tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Well, we'll look forward to reading what you have to say about that. If you're able to write about it Um, is, is now, now the one thing that's different in your situation, it gives me a little bit of hope and you can, you can, you can answer what you think uh, if I'm right about this is that his father is very open, that he knows what his mom is doing, and lots of people are affirming him on the other, uh, in the other side. Does It's not all secret, I guess is what I'm saying. Does that give you any thought about hope for him? Um, it's going to be tough because of the control factor that mom has over the boy, and the mm-hmm. father has very little time with the boy. Now, the father was instructed to uh let the boy or or encourage the boy to dress as a girl when he's with his dad so his dad presented him both boy clothes and girl clothes and told him to choose and uh james always always picks the boy clothes mm-hmm. he said i'm not a girl i'm not going to put on a dress so here's here's a case where the only time he presents himself uh as a girl is with mother and any other place that he goes uh if his dad is there um he's a boy so this is not a case of of real diagnosed gender dysphoria although the diagnosis has come it came from the rainbow clinic in dallas which Mm -hmm. is a um you know the cheerleaders for gender dysphoria and and changing genders so I, i think it's in my uh, what I want to do is try to get this young boy 
boy, six-year-old boy, a diagnosis from someone who is not a cheerleader uh, for gender dysphoria and changing genders. That's the main thrust. I feel like if that would have happened for me, I could have avoided the many years of uh, horrible life that I had because of what my grandmother did that was so similar to what this mother's doing to little James. Wow. Now, so you have... uh... You've written extensively, and you're on YouTube, and now you have this new book. And your book is um, called Trans Life Survivors. So you've written right. about case histories in in this book. Can you share, um, for those who might want to get the book, just a little bit about some of the situations that you reveal there? You've got, like, case histories of, like, 30 people. Uh, is that right, right who have tran- de-transitioned? So tell us a little bit about that. Exactly. Well, there's a lot of different stories in there, but what I what I did, Linda, in this book was I allowed the people to tell their own story. So I didn't write the the story for them. What most people don't know is why the why they became transgender. Everybody wants to know why, what started it, and so in the book, the people can tell their story about why they became transgender, and and people will be totally blown away by the number of different reasons that people identified as a transgender, and many of them are very tragic. They suffered great abuse. They had uh, a lot of family history that was difficult. And I always say when I have the opportunity to go speak to audiences is that something always happens that makes them not want to be who they are. So they attempt to become someone who they can never be, which is a transgender person. It's, it's, impossible to actually change biologically change who you are so it's a it's an escape Uh, transgender identities are escape from the pain that was caused them at some point in time in their life and in in luna's case or the the case in texas we have this uh, parental induced gender dysphoria which is happening more and more often and i'm working on another one where the mother has four girls and she's already transitioned three of the girls to boys. Wow. <laughs> that's that's what I call parental-induced gender dysphoria. Yeah, wow. Now, is there, there is not any solid research that verifies the claim that some people are born in the wrong sex body, is there? No, there, there's absolutely no way to prove whether someone has gender dysphoria or not. They always use the term uh, persistent, consistent, and insistent on being, if they're making that presentation all the time, then that they call that gender dysphoria. The only problem with consistent, insistent, and persistent is that also includes obsessive compulsive disorder. It includes dissociative disorders. It includes many other psychological disorders. So I'm not sure that it does a great deal of service to uh, identify people with those three specific features uh, and then call it gender dysphoria when, in fact, those same features also relate to other psychological and psychiatric disorders. Right. I mean, this could be um, insistent and persistent, could be the sort of the, as you said, the obsessive side of, but it's the new version of just the child, uh, the the typical fantasy life of a child. I mean, many kids go through wanting to be a superhero or, you know, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a 
an old-fashioned girl living 100 years ago so I could wear the big dresses and all that. You know, everybody wants to be something else as a kid. Isn't that right? I mean, this is just the latest iteration of that. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to be a cowboy. I've got pictures of me <laughs> dressed up like Hopalong Cassidy, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. And and so I think these are very normal childhood development things. That The very different thing is that we're sticking them with hormones or hormone blockers right. and encouraging them to live this fantasy out as if it were real when, in fact, it is not real. Um, it's, um, it's a shame because it, uh, we know that children from the age of 12 to 24 who identify as a transgender will attempt suicide at a rate of 50%. Yeah, it's just tragedy. In case you're just joining us, we are talking with Walt Heyer, who is a noted uh, author and speaker and uh, lived as a woman for eight years and has detransitioned numerous years ago, 25 years ago, and now speaks about the very real possibility of detransitioning for those people who've been uh, persuaded they should attempt to live as the opposite sex. So, um, so there is, it's most likely some trauma, as you already mentioned, a traumatic event in the child's background. Is there any evidence that you know of in the background other than his mother of this six-year-old boy in Texas that he He's not showing the persistent and insistent um, diagnosis at all. He's not. And that's why I've referred to it as um, the parental. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, this is a parental induced gender dysphoria because he doesn't have the features that the people would read about. And I really encourage people who want to know about uh, transgender lives to read the book, Trans Life Survivors. It is very, it has a lot in their research as well about kids, so they can learn in that. This is a very, very difficult case. And I've even used the term, I I just hope that she hasn't weaponized this young boy with gender dysphoria just to cause um, the the father a great deal of difficulty because it's such a bitter divorce. Oh man, then that is all... All too uh, easy to happen these days. So before we take our first break, and we'll have a little time in a minute, but let's get this out. So find out where people can get your book. It's on Amazon. I found it on Amazon. Um, and where else? And give us your also your contact information. Yeah, they can go to walthire.com. That's my ministry website. And they can go to the bookstore there, and, and uh, they can order it uh, through walthire.com. They can also order it on sexchangeregret.com. And so um, those are two great places to go. There's a lot of research information at Sex Change Regret, uh, people's stories um, that people can read on that site. Yeah, and it's, uh, by the way, it's H-E-Y-E-R, not H-Y-E-R. So, Walt, H-E-Y-E-R. Yes, H-E-Y-E-R. Right, right, dot com. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so before our break, I'm not sure I want to get into this, so I'll just introduce it and we can talk about it when we come back. There was this recent case of a teacher in Virginia who was fired by a unanimous vote of the school board, five to zero, because he uh, avoided, he didn't go out of his way to do this, but avoided calling a girl by the male pronouns that she wanted to be known as. Walt, when we come back, I'd like you to 
give us your thoughts about this. I think it's just the beginning. We have another situation here in Ohio, a professor in Southern Ohio, who's also um, refused to go along with the tr- with truthful pro untruthful pronouns and wants truthful pronouns instead. So we're talking with Walt Heyer, uh, and we're talking about the transgender issue and children who seem to be in the crosshairs today of that issue. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. I hope you will stay with us. We will be right back and uh, delve into this issue a lot more right after these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We've been talking about this situation in Texas where a 6-year-old boy is uh the victim of a tug of <clears throat> excuse me, tug of war between mom and dad and mom who's a pediatrician wants to him to dress and act as a girl and dad sees him as the boy that he is. We're talking with my friend Walt Heyer who is um a world-renowned speaker and author, has several different websites, a new book, uh, which we will talk about again uh, as we get into, and lived as a transgender woman for eight years and has been away from that for 25 years uh, or more. And uh, Walt, before we went on the break, I wanted to get your reaction, and you can then talk about this, what you think about this teacher in Virginia who was fired unanimously by the school board for uh, calling a girl by a girl pronoun name, and he didn't really intend to do it. He, uh, she wants to be known uh, through as a as a male, um, but he, when he was asked to defend that, was because of his personal convictions. What do you think about that? <laughs> this is this is where we've hit the insanity button, isn't it? I, you know. I remember when I changed originally from Walt to Laura, and I had a longtime friend of mine, Bill, and I told Bill, I said, you know, you're going to have to call me Laura and use all the right pronouns. And Bill's a very bright guy, and he kind of looked at me for a minute and kind of put his head from side to side, and he says, you know, he said, I think I'm just going to call you Wacko. And, uh, And we both laughed, and and I think... That's really where we are with this today. There, we, we should really forget all these pronouns and just address them all as wacko. And, you know, I'm sorry that sounds insensitive, but you know what? I so much appreciated his honesty that wouldn't it be refreshing if we all got honest and allowed honesty to prevail rather than people using um, phony pronouns to keep somebody's idea about them being different when they really aren't. Um, And so I've always just looked back at that time when Bill said, I'll just call you wacko is probably one of the key moments in uh, letting me understand really where I was. It it didn't cause me to detransition, but it did cause me to really laugh for a moment and say, yeah, I can see why people would think that because this is a little wacko. Right. Well, you know, who is it says that facts are stubborn things? They they will have this uh, this way of, of surfacing. And the, the interesting thing is that there there were a number of teachers and students who staged a protest in supporting this teacher in Virginia. So that's that's the good news. People are saying, you know, this is ridiculous, especially since they didn't even have a 
well uh, articulated um, school policy that that allowed them to uh, call him insubordinate and all the reasons they fired him. I mean, it's just becoming um, lawlessness, truly. Don't you believe? Yeah. Oh, it, it, you know, it's just so crazy. And and this is a case. I hope the guy really wins. I hope he absolutely buries the school system um, and that he actually prevails financially and emotionally because somewhere along the line, we've got to get our, our life back and we got to start uh, getting truthful about what this is. People do not actually change beyond that of a Halloween costume that's enhanced with surgery and that we live out every day. I know I did it. Um, and it is absolute foolishness. And it, what it is, it's an escape, a temporary escape from some issue that happened that they haven't properly dealt with. These individuals need to be sat down. They need good psychotherapy, and they need to have someone dig into why are you doing this? Where did you learn this from? Who taught you that you were a transgender? Uh, because they don't come out of the womb raising their fist in the air and yelling at the doctor before he slaps him on the butt saying, I'm a transgender, don't mess with me. Right, it's right. Well, is there much medical or psychological help and support for those who want to recover and detransition? I mean, is that even available out there? We've got all these therapy bands going on. Um, how how hard is it to well, find it's, someone? It's getting tougher and tougher, isn't it? Because uh, the the people who are cheerleaders for the transgender identities don't want people to have the opportunity to go to psychotherapy, especially if they're a young person, and discover that they're suffering from, uh, they may have been, like you'll see in the book in, in Trans Life Survivors, uh, 30 to 40 percent of the ones that I work with have been sexually abused mm-hmm. or emotionally abused or psychologically abused. They came from broken homes. Uh, they had a neighbor that abused them. Something happened. And so these individuals who identify as transgender are not born that way. And we need to find out what happened. And, and when I've worked with people and allowed enough time, every last one of them, when 100% of them have been able to tell me what happened to them that caused them to not want to be who they are. And they assumed a transgender identity as an escape. And that's what's in the book. Yeah. And, and there's such a rush to get people and these and kids into onto these uh, and even preteens onto puberty blockers and these very very powerful drugs. I mean, th- this. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where we're um, looking back on this as sort of like lobotomies? I mean, do you think we'll get to that point, or is oh, it just abso- going? To- absolutely. Oh, good. Absolutely. Good. I mean, uh, you know, the, this is exactly where it's going to end up. I'm seeing more and more people into detransitioning and writing about the horrors of their life. And that's why I did the book. There's going to be a lot more people coming out. The the more they do, the more are going to detransition, the more are going to come out against it. This is, this is a a pivotal point. I believe that where this is going to start crumbling under its own weight. Right. Well, wonderful. Well, uh, okay. Before we wrap up, I want you to give the information about how to get your book. Uh, which is called Trans Life Survivors. Give that information and then give your other uh, websites again. Yeah, Trans Life Survivors is a great research book. It's got great stories. You can get that at walthire.com and sexchangeregret.com. 
There's also five other books that I've written, uh, Transgender's Faith, uh, Paper Genders, Gender Lies and Suicide. Those are all good resource books, and um, they've been used around the world. In fact, uh, Paper Genders has been um, is going big in Italy, as a matter of fact. It's mm. been translated and published there. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, God bless you, Walt. You are definitely what is needed um, for now. Uh, in this very, very turbulent issue. And I ask my listeners to pray for your ministry, to definitely go to your websites. There's a lot of amazing information there. So thank you so much for being on our program today. Thank you, Linda, for having me on. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And um, I just ask you, friends, to pray for Walt and um, pray for all of these situations, this boy in Texas and every other child out there who's being persuaded wrongly by parents or those adults in his his or her life or by medical personnel that he should or she should uh, transition. Folks, just remember, though, just remember to have hope because with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.